but Jack Campbell uh, has certainly made it interesting on the media front. Let's just say that <laughs> uh, when it comes to it. He's, he's, he's a great kid. He's, he's an awesome guy. He, all he wants to do is play hockey and have success, and he's, yeah. he's, it just does boil down to that. Uh, for Jack, but uh, we'll see which direction they end up going with in the end if uh, Frederick Anderson's healthy and hits any type of speed wobble, which has been the case uh, in in the playoffs. Uh, whether or not Sheldon Keefe and company will go to uh, to the other uh, to the other door and and Jack Hamill. By the way, I'm still waiting for the big trade that that the Toronto Maple Leafs were promising us from like three weeks ago. Oh come on, it's a slow burn. It'll happen. Do you remember that? Yeah, we're, no, I do. We're going to trade top prospects, and we're going to go get ahead of this. And da, da, da. <laughs> like, hello, like I, I still don't understand why he boxed himself into a corner, and uh, went that. But hey, uh, it's what, director of hockey strategy. Come on, what do I know? Right? Uh, we're going to take a break, <laughs> and when we come back, hour number two of the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Zach Kempe dishes in front, another sliding, can't save by Flurry, this time to his right. Because one hour isn't enough, we welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Here is a left wing opportunity, Lizana sliding, can't save, Robin Leonard, what a stop. From the Finley Chevrolet, Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios, and live at LVSportsNetwork.com, with your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. It is the number one source for hockey talk in the Las Vegas Valley. VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Darren Millard, Ryan Wallace, and Chris Chapman at Fox Sports Control. Fox Sports uh, Las Vegas. Get you into what's happening in and around the National Hockey League. One-timers in just a little bit, but also some news on the trade front. That, uh, as a couple of deals have broken the seal, although one we knew about for sure. The other one is a precursor to something bigger and we'll dive onto uh, that uh, board and uh, give you the latest from the National Hockey League trade talk. Uh, Ryan Wallace, uh, Darren Millard uh, also want to bring you inside the Golden Knights aspirations on trade deadline day which is Monday at noon Pacific time. Ryan, Mm -hmm. what would you do if you could add one player what position would it be, and would you – are you confident enough to say, I know what they need, uh, and I want this particular player? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I, I feel like at times I know what they need, and, and I still think that when it comes to depth, if you're looking on that third line, I still think there's an ability there – to turn that line into an absolute powerhouse, bring in somebody that you know or you hope will work with Alex Tuck and really kind of solidify you through the middle. So I I would tend to look for a center to play on your third line that can just kind of push everything else back down the lineup and, and you go from there. I I want somebody who is really frustrating and annoying to play against and gets to the front of the net. Like if I'm looking for the type of player I, I want, it's someone that's just going to wreck havoc in front of the goal every single time he's in the offensive zone. And you want that person to be a centerman? I well, I mean I I, I wasn't guess, questioning you, I was just more yeah, like, I, like clarifying. 
I mean, I, I, I do. I still think you need a pivot on on your third line. I think you need somebody that's going to kind of take that over. Um, I, I, I just want somebody that's going to be a presence in the offensive zone in front of the net. And and I guess you can get away with it being a winger or, or not necessarily a center, but I just want somebody that's going to go there. Sounds like you're talking about Nick Cousins in a way. That like type of player, yeah, that type of player who they acquired last right. year at the at the trade deadline, um, uh, wasn't uh, just didn't, like salary wise and and uh, and cap and fit and just wasn't uh, wasn't really uh, a, a, just a fit uh, for for this year, but uh, almost sort of sounds like what you're talking about that type. Of, if I'm going to capitalize uh, that type mm-hmm. of player, yeah, yeah, you're, you're not far off there. Uh, I've gone back and forth on what I think the the Golden Knights would be best to acquire, and we're kind of playing fantasy game here. Uh, mm-hmm. Is just playing around with uh, with our own little mindset, and wouldn't it be cool if uh, if one of us called it? And I don't know, uh, I don't have any inside information. So so if I'm right, don't come mm-hmm. back and say you knew exactly what uh, what you're talking about. Uh, are you are you telling me not to do that? Uh, no, no. If you're right, that's awesome. Oh. Unless no, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying, if you end up being right, are you telling me not to do that? Or are you telling the listeners not to? I'm do that? I'm telling everybody. Don't come at okay. me. Okay. Uh, I I've gone back and forth on this. I've changed uh, uh, my my priority mm-hmm. list for trade deadline. Uh, for the longest time, I was thinking along the line of a center. Okay. Uh, and it's it's a center that uh, that could either be. Your, your number one center if something happened in that regard. And we saw the impact that Chandler Stevenson has uh, on this team when he's not in the lineup. They're not the same hockey club. So uh, a sentiment that could uh, could be the the real instigator to the third line getting going and being productive and consistent and give that line a, a real presence uh, in the lineup and maybe the ability for that player to spend some time in the power play and, and play up in your lineup. I've also gone back and forth with uh, a defenseman and not hmm. just a depth defenseman, but uh, somebody that can play uh, potentially. Your pairings are set. Your, your one, two, and three uh, pairings are, are set. But there's part of me that... that believes that like when you get past a certain place you you have a lot of uh, a lot of kids there like Zach Whitecloud's played just over 50 games and mm-hmm. when when I start to look at the road of the playoffs uh, is that is that enough depth from from that side of it there's there's huge skill there's huge uh, abilities there but is is the experience enough? With that group, and I've kind of gone back and forth on that lately. Where most of the season it was, I, I if they do anything, they'll get a centerman. It, I, I, I firmly believe that. Now mm-hmm. I in in the in where the injuries have come from, uh, McNabb's been out. Uh, Theodore's missed some games. It, everybody's missed games on that blue line after Alec Martinez uh, was forced out of the lineup last night. I wonder whether or not they might look at uh, at adding a piece on the blue line when when the trade deadline comes on Monday. Is there anything or a player out there that you are targeting or you think would be a good? No, player? because it's it's a sort of a at a level where I, I don't think you're going to be, be grab anybody for. I, I'd love to be a f- number four defenseman. 
Sure. Uh, and so I would that that if you're going to put it in in VGK terms, it would be it would be somebody like that would play down the lineup from Alec Martinez, who they acquired right. last year. So right. a, a little bit below that uh, bar that uh, that was set a year ago. Uh, so that would be and and wouldn't and doesn't necessarily mean somebody that's going to play every night. Uh, right. But somebody that's going to be able to be inserted into the lineup, much like the way they have with with Holden and and moved uh, Coglin and uh, around, and because White Cloud and Hag appear to be your guys, and Hag's been uh, in and out a, a little bit as of late. But uh, but somebody that could that could step in if you hit a speed wobble or uh, somebody needs a reset in the middle of a Stanley Cup playoff run, uh, which a lot of people do need, especially when you're young. Uh, I, I lean towards that element of of the Golden Knights game. They have a lot of depth and a lot of skill on the mm-hmm. blue line. It's arguably the the place where they have the most prospects coming, uh, and you've seen that in the play of White Cloud and Coglin, and certainly in in Hag. And there's others still to come, but in a playoff run mm-hmm. with that amount of youth i think there has to be uh or they would like maybe to to see a little bit more experience to to balance it out are we are we looking at this trade deadline in in a way that we're expecting the golden knights to do something we understand where where their cap is but i i'm almost at a point where I, I don't know that anything's going to happen. Like, I think that if you're Kelly McCrimmon, you feel confident in this team, at least you should, right, that that you've got the pieces, and I, I'm not sure that anything does happen for the Golden Knights at the deadline. Well, I the the chirp that was uh, released this week, uh, I spent a long time with Darren Dreger mm-hmm. chatting, and Dregs and I go back a long, long time to yeah. uh, the uh, – to the early 90s when we were both in Brandon and, and we were both around Kelly McCrimmon. So we know not, and Dregs used this phrase, uh, I will never underestimate Kelly McCrimmon and what he's able to do uh, when it comes to acquiring talent or making his hockey club better. Mm-hmm. And and every team is its own team and they sort of make the decision uh, for you. Are they good enough? Do they deserve the shot and this team certainly does deserve that shot uh if you can add a add a piece the the part of it where you you examine the limitations makes it very difficult because of where they are against the salary cap they played three of the last five games uh, uh at least one person short one skater short because of injury or suspension and the salary cap room uh hasn't hasn't been there to be able to to add a player so you're that type tight to the to the salary cap Un, almost unprecedented uh with the uh with the times that they've they've played short staff i don't think it's been any reason for a loss but it uh shorts short uh how about that for analysis short short <laughs> uh, but i'm with dregs that if there's ever and and the creativity that the golden knights hockey operations staff has been able to display 
in other years, i.e. Robin Leonard last year, acquired Robin Leonard from the Chicago Blackhawks, but first Robin Leonard was traded to the Toronto Maple Leafs, mm-hmm. uh, and then he was flipped to the Golden Knights in a planned trade so the Toronto Maple Leafs could take on some of Robin Leonard's salary and make it easier for the Golden Knights to complete the transaction. It wasn't going to be a completed transaction without that intermediary. So is there a way that they can, because they don't have any salary cap room, if it's just one player in, one player out, that's one way they make the trade. Another way they make the trade is you use somebody with cap space as a go-between. And that's that's an area where I could see Kelly McCrimmon making something happen to acquire maybe a higher-profile talent Mm -hmm. uh, or higher level of of player, uh, athlete, uh, by by Monday at noon. Now, in terms of where you're at, we've talked a little bit about centers. We've talked a little bit about defensemen. Like, if there's one move to make, like if if Kelly McCrimmon can can just make one from where you're sitting, is it the defenseman or is it the center? That's a great question, and I don't know whether I can honestly answer that yeah. right now. They've wanted it to be Cody Glass on that third line. Sure. Now, yeah. that still isn't the place where, where Cody Glass is excelling. And I uh, like, is Cody Glass going to go back to the American Hockey League? I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if he spent uh, more than the one game that he played down because he was recalled due to the Chandler Stevenson uh, suspension. So uh, they, they're they still looking for that magic fit or that right fit mm-hmm. on the third line. You have defensemen. You have more than enough defensemen right now. Right. Are they as ex- – and you're four – your top four are outstanding. Yeah. Now, all four have missed time. Are the kids, the three kids in Coglin, Haig, and White Cloud, experienced enough that you're okay with that? If you are, then I acquire a centerman. If they aren't, I think I'd rather have the extra defenseman. The drawback with that is the defenseman that you acquire may not play every game might be there as more of a security blanket a slash contributor whereas the centerman i think would play every game uh there's and i'm i'm not i'm not comfortable saying one or the other is is a priority right now sure this this stretch has made me look at the blue line more not for lack of performance or or a a fall off in performance, more from a depth point of view. Petrangelo missed two key stints. Uh, Shea Theodore's missed time. McNabb's uh, missed a significant period of time, and now Martinez is nicked up. Uh, being able to give yourself a little bit of depth is huge. Right. But did you watch like Chandler Stevenson last night? Was flying. Yeah. He was everywhere. You, you might be sitting in your car on the 215 and saying, dummy, uh, he's really, really fast. <laughs> yeah, he's really, really fast. <laughs> but you know what else? You know what else? Is he had three games off. Yeah. The idea that down the stretch, if you add a, another body in where you could rest one of your four defensemen, your big four defensemen, uh, a little bit, 
in load management will pay you back. If, if, if Chandler Stevenson's the example, and not like you're going to sit Chay Theodore down for three straight games, but if you could give him one or two off sure. and yeah. Martinez one or two off and Petra, I think, would want to play every game because he's missed so much time, or McNabb, sure. the, the, the benefit to that would be huge. So just I, I look at that part of it, depth and, and load management down the stretch as being a, a real plus. And I, I've almost talked myself into the blue line. I'm not willing to go there just yet because sure. I still think the center, center line on that, in, in the bubble, that third line was impactful. Mm-hmm. And it, it fell off a little bit more than, than maybe uh, we want to admit. But I, I, I think it's still important to have that when the top two lines are countered the way the way it can happen in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Right. Uh, I, I should give, be able to give you an answer by Monday, but I honestly, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to. <laughs> it's, I, I'm, I'm stuck in that quandary. Yeah, I, I think for me, like I, I look at it as where you can create your your matchup right and and for the golden knights when it comes to their their top two lines and and how defensively responsible those two lines are and you know that there are going to be uh nights where where the objective for the opposition is to shut down mark stone or to shut down william carlson and vice versa like there's going to be nights in the playoffs where you're going to need your third line to chip in two goals and win you the game like that's just the reality of the playoffs and for me I I think if the Golden Knights address anything with this team it's going to have to be to get more production to to wrangle more production out of that third line so that when you have a game that's decided by your depth it's the Golden Knights that win those games more often than not like who's your true blue third line right now If if the playoffs started on on Saturday, who do you know is going to be on your third line? Because your fourth line, I mm-hmm. think you want to be Tomas Nosek, yeah. Ryan Reeves, and Will mm-hmm. Carrier. So who's on your third line? I, For me, I mean, if we're if we're looking at it right now, it, it's probably Alex Tuck with Nick Waugh and Keegan Colasar, right? Like like that's that's what what the expectation would be based on what we're seeing right now. Right now, I can tell you. I'm comfortable with Alex Tuck being on my third line. Yeah. And and then yeah. parts You're not wrong. Parts move around. Uh is it is it Kolasar? Maybe Nosek goes up and Kolasar slides down and, and, and they, they play around in the middle uh on, on on the meat grinders on the fourth line. But I like the third line's just the identity of it hasn't happened yet, and that's the only part that's that I have any question about about this hockey club. But it's also a part that we had a question at, at the start of the year: mm-hmm. was was Cody Glass going to be able to fill that role and and develop and push? Uh, would he eventually take the number one spot? And Chandler Stevenson would would, would slide down. So there's still that, uh, Cody Glass has an opportunity down the stretch. To answer that, uh, Keegan Colasar has an opportunity to start finishing on some of these chances and, and answer that. Nick Waugh scored last night. Yes. 
does he find the confidence to be able to answer that and be the the third line winger or the third line center the the final four and a half weeks five weeks here is there's a there's a lot of guys that can answer that mm-hmm. but will they and and well, the other part of it is they could bring somebody else in on on monday by monday well, the the only guy I, I feel like has really staked any type of claim to that spot, at least recently, has been Tomasz Nosek, right? Like, the one guy that I think you could look at and say he's tried to win that third-line center position is Tomasz Nosek, but I, I think the greater value in Tomasz Nosek is you get similar or, or a little bit diminished, but you get some production from Nosek on your meat grinder line, on your fourth line. So as as much as he's kind of shown out for that spot, I still think that when you when you design your optimal lineup, Tomas Nozick is your fourth line center. Yes. Absolutely. And he was he was great this this last week. The meat grinders yeah. were awesome last night. Yep. Yeah. Uh, very, very good. One of my lasting memories is is Ryan Reeves like basically scrapping with somebody behind the net and then talking to somebody else who Braden Shen. Uh, I think you said it was was the other player. Like they they yeah. they, they were impact. Carrier had a couple of power moves to the net last night. Uh, Was score. So the there's there's there that confidence. But if you're gonna draw it up the way you see it, Was on the third line, no six on the fourth line. But it doesn't always always happen that way. And uh, maybe it's a good thing that that no six uh, uh, is is on your third line. Maybe that's the way it's really meant to be. And and we've all seen it. Uh, uh, slightly wrong uh, all online, and he's going to make us uh, make everybody uh, look at it differently. But there's still it's not just one part of that third line right now. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. Kolasar can convert, then he's got mm-hmm. the spot. Yeah, hundred percent. And he is getting those chances, but you still got to be able to convert them. Like saying you get robbed all the time. It's and and I don't want to take away from the opportunities generated because I think they're huge, and that's a big, big, big part of it. He's he's probably got better looks, Ryan, mm-hmm. than than I ever thought he would this year. The 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 positions he's put himself in, the chances that he's had, are are better chances than I thought he was going to be able to create or be creative for him. That yeah, I I don't I don't think you're wrong there. Like, that's a positive. It's, it's, it is. It's a, absolutely a positive, but you still got to now. Now you got to really. Now you got to start putting them putting them home. So there's two. There's two areas on that that third line that uh, that I'm looking at. We we have one more show mm-hmm. before the National Hockey League trade deadline, and that's tomorrow. We'll tee up uh, the Arizona Coyotes game. We'll be at T-Mobile Arena for that one tomorrow, uh, leading into the Friday night tilt game one of uh, the two against the Arizona Coyotes Saturday. Uh, Will be a day off, and then Sunday afternoon uh, they'll wrap that one up uh, against the Arizona Coyotes, and then they'll have uh, one more trip to Arizona. Right uh, after that, starting to get to the point where you're looking, going, "This is the last series against this team." Mm-hmm. Start yeah. of the year, we're going to play them eight times, and uh, now we're getting that uh, that role. Uh, there was another trade made in the National Hockey League today. It wasn't the biggest blockbuster, but I think it was a big setup trade for something huge. 
down the road. We'll bring you up to date on uh, one-timers, news notes from around the National Hockey League on this the VGK Insider Show, hour number two in Fox Sports, Las Vegas. 11-year-old air conditioners break down on the hottest day. That's when they're under the heaviest load. G-O-E-T-T-A-L.com. You subscribe to your streaming services, beauty boxes, and gym memberships. Now, Finley Volvo brings you the ability to subscribe to your car with Care by Volvo. Simplify your life with one payment that includes your car, your car insurance, maintenance, and road hazard protection. With flexible terms as short as four months, owning a car will never be the same. The all-inclusive Care by Volvo is available now at Finley Volvo. Visit us on West Sahara or online at finleyvolvo.com to learn more. I'm Justin Watkins with Battleborn Injury Lawyers. Some people call an attorney when they hear a catchy jingle or the kids memorize a phone number. But most people ask friends or family who they used because the bottom line is most people just want an attorney who is good at their job and answers the phone. At Battleborn, we have built our practice on the word-of-mouth referrals from happy clients because we keep our promises and get great results. So if you need an attorney, call Battleborn Injury Lawyers at 570-9000. That's 570-9000. Both were prosecutors in the Clark County District Attorney's Office, each with 25 years of experience. One was chief of the Special Victims Unit, the other chief of the Homicide Unit. Both dedicated, both respected, Together, they are Craig Hendricks and Frank Como, the Vegas dream team for criminal defense you need in your corner. Call 702-222-9999 or visit VegasDreamTeam.com, a division of DeCastro Verde Law Group. Don't hit snooze, it's Sunday. And every Sunday morning starts with Out Line on Fox Sports Radio. Now live from downtown Las Vegas, it's Out Line's Brian Feldman and former UNLV quarterback Caleb Herring. Live at Kickers Gaming and Sports Bar. Free donuts and orange juice, plus Bloody Mary and mimosa specials during the show. Out Line on Fox Sports Radio, Sunday mornings 8 to 9. Broadcasting live from Kickers Gaming and Sports Bar. 931 Las Vegas Boulevard North and Washington. See what can happen at Chapman. Hey, Las Vegas. Don Hamrick here at Chapman Dodge Chrysler Jeep and Ram to talk about three of my favorite things in life. Veterans, hockey, and cars. At Chapman, we're helping veterans by making a cash donation to the Folded Flag Foundation every time Jonathan Marchuso scores a goal this year. And he's off to a great start. Nice. Thanks for putting me into scoring position for you as veterans. Our pleasure, Jonathan. The donations to the Folded Flag Foundations go to scholarships and grants to the spouses and children of U.S. military and government personnel who lost their lives in combat operations. We hope you have your highest scoring year ever. Nice. We're all about veterans, hockey, and cars during the Jeep Celebration event this month at the number one ranked Chapman dealership nearest you, where you can score winners just like Jonathan Marcheseau. Check out ChapmanLasVegas.com for more information. See what can happen at Chapman? I'm Jonathan Marcheseau. I did. Come and see what can happen at Chapman. This spring, get in the game and earn cash for betting sports with the William Hill Nevada mobile sports app on your phone or tablet. During William Hill Spring Rewards, earn up to $500 cash back. Between now and April 30th, you'll be eligible for cash back points for every wager made, win or lose on the William Hill Nevada mobile sports app. You'll also earn bonus cash back for teasers and parlay card wagers made on the app. To enroll in Spring Rewards and see participating locations, visit WilliamHill.us. That's WilliamHill.us. Boomer Natural.
Visceral's face covers and neck gaiters are the most comfortable, breathable, safest face covers on the market, offering a hat trick of three layers of silver-infused protection. Pick up yours today at CVS. While there is hope on the horizon, we still need to stay vigilant. Don't take a chance with your family's health and safety. Wear a face covering by Boomer Naturals. Ask for Boomer products by name. Boomer Naturals. Available now at CVS. Boomer Naturals is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights. Tinfoil Hat 86 wrote on Twitter, I just visited 19 dealers, saw 23 brands, and caught a crazy good deal. The Valley Auto Mall in Henderson made me hashtag believe. Click or visit the Valley Auto Mall today. Brought to the near wing. Big shot, he scores! It's time for one-timers. Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day. And it's a tie hockey game. On the VGK Insider Show. Get into yesterday's blockbuster, and it was a blockbuster, New Jersey Devils and the New York Hockey. Going to the New York Islanders for a couple of players, a first-round pick and a conditional fourth-round pick. Does your opinion of the New York Islanders change when they acquire a couple of veterans like that? Uh... It, it doesn't change because I think they're a good team and I think they've got all the tools to win a Stanley Cup. So I, I think that that's just furthering that, that point that this is a good team and, and you bring in a couple of veteran guys that can chip in some, some goals here and there. And when you're talking about the Islanders, a team that can clamp it down defensively, a couple of goals here and there could be the difference in, in losing in the conference final or winning the Stanley Cup. The idea is to pick up some of the slack left by Anders Lee, who's out. Yeah. The captain. Yeah. The quarterback. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's, there's there's a couple of parts about this in the fact that New Jersey, like you're Newark to Long Island. Uh, I think it's, it's huge for those players to still have a connection to their families mm-hmm. uh, to be around. So I think that is, that's brilliant on the part of Lou Lamorello. Part of it is you got to have a dance partner, and he did sure. in, in Tom yep. Fitzgerald. But being able to do that and and not have a player in this era of COVID where if, if you're traded across the country, you're not going to see your family for a while. Sure. You just can't pop home and see your family or do anything because of the restriction. I'm going to get into that in a little bit because of uh, the – the being able to be forced quarantine. So I think I think it's a it's a double good move. One you're getting two good players, two veteran yep. players, and the other is you're you're not putting them in a position that's uh, that's going to be adversely affected because of the, the the family part in the in the covid world. Yeah, I I agree with you 100%. I think the fact that you, you know, you've got uh, you've got guys that that have families and they get to stay relatively close and you you can kind of keep that human element in in mind when you make this trade. I think it keeps every everyone kind of happy and, and in a in a spot where they can better handle the trade. And I think that that's Lou Amarillo just kind of acknowledging that you know the, these are the two players that I think can help us, and this will keep them relatively close. And let's go win a Stanley Cup. I, I, I like the move a lot. I don't think that that, that Palmieri and Zajac are going to commute from Newark 
or where whatever uh, suburb that they live in in, in New mm-hmm. Jersey yep. to to Long Island, but they'll be able to get back and forth uh, yep. a lot, or be able to, to get back and forth once or twice a week to, to see their families. So that's uh, that's part of it. Uh, today, the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, made a trade with the Chicago Blackhawks, and the trade sees Brett Connolly, Riley Stillman, Henrik Borstrom, and a seventh-round pick in 2021 traded Chicago. Uh, the uh, Florida Panthers received Lucas Carlson and Lucas o. Walmart. Interesting because Connolly, a high draft pick, played with Washington, and then actually was was okay with Florida, but uh, he's got uh, two years left on a deal, and it just hasn't hasn't lived up to that deal this year. Uh, and I talk about the quarantine. So there's two parts of this that I want to talk about. One okay. is is the Florida Panthers cleared out some salary here. Okay. There's something else coming. And I don't know whether Probably. it's a def- I don't whether it's a defenseman to to fit in because of the Ekblad injury mm-hmm. or whether it's more on the uh, on the forward front. I'm leaning towards the defenseman side of it. So there's something else coming there. But on the on the COVID front, how about this one? Hmm. Uh with the quarantine restrictions, the Chicago Blackhawks, what they, they want Connolly uh, in the lineup. They've been assigned to the taxi squad, but they want them with the team, and they're starting a, a series against the Columbus Blue Jackets this week. Uh, and Bowman, Stan Bowman, the general manager of the Chicago Blackhawks, said, with the quarantine restrictions, we'll see if they can drive rather than fly. <laughs> they're sorting through that but the plan would be for them to join the Chicago Blackhawks on the road trip in Columbus and then after that talk to the coaches and see where they fit in into the lineup but because of the COVID restrictions and, and if you fly commercial then you have to quarantine Right. if you fly private jet you, you, you don't so, so they may put them, the two of them in, the, in a car and drive from Miami over to Columbus, like I, <laughs> I haven't heard that before. That is so, and and that may like that's a, a little bit of a primer for the rest of us, right? When it comes to trade deadline day, like normally it's like okay, you're acquired <laughs> on on Monday afternoon. You just hop in a plane and you're in the uh, with the team on Tuesday, and blah 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 blah. Uh, but if there's if you can't fly commercial and uh, say the team doesn't put up the the money to and I, I don't even know whether you can fly you're allowed to fly you must be able to uh, be allowed to fly private charter there was a, there, a long time ago when the salary cap first came in there was mm-hmm. a question whether if you flew private charter whether it was like that money should count against the salary cap because it's a perk <laughs> yeah uh, and be, and I, I say this uh, when was it it was an all-star game in Columbus a few years ago where there's a bad, right. big snowstorm and teams were instead of the players flying home commercially some teams were looking at doing a private jet and flying their players home to get them back in time and there's a there was there was the conversation about whether or not that would be like say one team doesn't have the cash to do that or doesn't want to spend the cash to do that whether that should that money should count against the salary cap so a little bit of a long winding uh, conversation uh, on that but uh, I I think we're going to hear more about that about players potentially driving to their new teams 
instead of flying commercial where they'd have to quarantine. I just want to get this straight. You said drive from Miami to... Columbus. Do you, Any guess on how long of a drive that is? How many I'm, miles? I'm hoping that you've already done the... I have, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is it? It's about 1,200 <laughs> miles. So, it, so we're looking at about 17 hours of driving. Well, yeah, you can do it two of them. You can split it up. You can do it in a day. Yeah. Uh, just send the private I've, jet. I've, just send Chapman, the private I've, jet. I've done it before. I've, I've driven that. Before. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've driven the, the you know, I-95 yeah. from New Jersey down, yeah, down south. Fine. But I'll be fine. Do you really want? Fine. I mean, uh, no. Send the private jet. Riley and Brett's great adventure as they drive from, <laughs> from Miami to Chicago. Turn that into a movie. Do you imagine, imagine like they're they're doing that and they're driving along and they're looking at each other going, it's National Hockey League, man. COVID. Yeah. We, imagine and, if they don't like each other. Yeah, well, hopefully they've done their home, <laughs> Brett Chicago's done their homework on that. On that. But, uh, but there's nothing, like, you can't do anything about it. You, to avoid quarantine... You got to yeah. do it, but there's a. Think about it. If you if you acquire somebody from San Jose or L.A. or Anaheim, they they might be better off driving to Vegas than 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 jumping <laughs> on the plane. Well, it'd be for sure better, right? Yeah, you, absolutely. You, you'd think. Uh, Rick Bonus is uh, back to coach the Dallas Stars, so that's a real positive sign. Remember, he was uh, he was pulled. Uh, the safety of, of uh, the people, he says, is, is better. But he was taken mid, mid-game mid because of a, yeah. a, a, a test. Uh, so <laughs> he walked off the bench. Uh, it's it's really weird, and it's another one that, that, that's different. Uh, no, no more positive uh, tests, or I should say no more players have been placed in the COVID protocol or on the COVID protected list with Vancouver. That's the first day in a long time that we've had. Yeah, they haven't played in over two weeks. News. I don't know when they're going to play again, but but here's the funny part: is mm-hmm. uh, teams still haven't played as many games as Vancouver, <laughs> and they haven't played in two weeks. Yeah, like how yeah. how wild is that? That's how much hockey the Vancouver Canucks played in the first half of this year. Right, right. Yeah, I, I saw that stat earlier today, and I, I thought that that was fascinating because you know it. I I feel like time. I don't really have a recollection or an understanding of, of time. Like I couldn't tell you what two weeks ago feels like, but um, I, I, I do have a hard time believing that the Vancouver Canucks have not played in over two weeks. But at the same time, like that, that seems perfectly okay and, and perfectly right. Because again, it, it's, it's hard to keep up with, with what is going on and, and COVID in general um, from a fatigue standpoint, but then when you factor in that the Vancouver Canucks are in a completely different division and it feels like a, a different league so far this year, um, it's hard to keep track of all that. They've played the same number of games as Dallas and New Jersey, and hmm. the Vancouver Canucks have played one more game than Boston and Montreal, and Vancouver hasn't played in over two weeks. <laughs> and they still have That's, as many points as Calgary. Well, that's that's interesting because the New Jersey was shut down with yeah. with COVID earlier, and um, so was Dallas. So it's it's in, it's interesting that that a couple of the teams that they are tied with in terms of games played are also teams that have gone through uh, extended COVID uh, shutdowns as well. Twenty one players positive tests. Uh, yeah. Nate Schmidt Wild. was added to the NHL COVID nineteen protocol list on Wednesday. 
That's uh, like one of those super spreader events. And it wasn't the the whatever the variant, uh, the Brazilian variant. They've mm-hmm. they've squashed that. The uh, top public health official there said it wasn't that. She doesn't know where the story came from, but it just looks like it was one of those super spreader uh, situations that just went through. Uh, we have a suspension to tell you about that uh, just came down, and Jacob McDonald uh, has been suspended for uh, his elbow or a hit to the head of Ryan Hartman, contact with the head. So Jacob McDonald of the Colorado Avalanche suspended two games uh, for that illegal check to the head of Ryan Hartman last night. Minnesota tagged Colorado eight goals last night. Didn't see that one coming. Well, they, they needed something. They, they had nothing going against Colorado for the majority of this season series. So uh, you, had to, you had to think that Minnesota was out there to make a statement, and they certainly did last night. Wow. Um, town Crier. I like the yeah. Town Crier. The more people we talk with the Henderson Silver Knights, the more that the Town Crier is becoming a thing to me. I, I liked it from the start. I was I, but I didn't think I'd like be the biggest fan of it, like I am. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm yeah. the biggest fan of Harold the Town Crier. It, it, I feel like that's on brand for you. I really do. Have you been to a Henderson Silver Knights game yet? I have not. No. Okay. When you go, mm-hmm. and you, uh, I know you're very, 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 very busy, and I'm not even saying that in a mocking standpoint. Uh, you are very, 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 very busy, and you've got a busy life. When you when you see Harold the Town Crier, yeah, and because we throw this out there to Manny and uh, Dylan Secure and stuff, and we have our laugh, it's really neat. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, a really cool part of it. And I think I think you'll 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 come on board with it. There's your uh, your one timers for this Thursday, April on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Findlay Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Here's Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. (sighs) Exhausted. Had to get through this whole show, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. The two of us. Just heavy lifting. Grinding it out because we didn't have Chris Chapman there to be able to help us out. Because if you're with us in hour number one, it started with chaos because something went wrong that I don't understand that uh, was behind the scenes. And Chapman told us in our ears right before we came on the air, got a problem, got to go, can't help you guys out. And somehow, some way, Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, mm-hmm. have found a way to deliver you two hours of hockey talk without Chapman being able to help us out. Well, Dylan Sakara kind of carried you guys for a little bit. Yes, he did. Yeah, y- You spoke a lot on this show without... I think he spoke more. Yes, when he wasn't able to help us out, then he not really. Does. I mean, like, like, well, like I, and I, theory, I explained to you guys why I theory, didn't know. In theory, we should cut keeping up with Chapman. No, no, I don't think catching we should. up with Chapman. Whatever the name of this. So I, is, I've so. I've waited all <laughs> two hours to do this, but I'm not going to do it. To t- oh, hold on, to do what? Well, I was going to tell Darren who's leading after the first round of the Masters and what so you've transpired. Been, so, but but so I'm not, not going to break. Do it. In every break, when you've been talking about how good this this payback's going to be for you, I'm not going to do you're it. Just gonna I, go you know why? Because direction. I am okay. not a vindictive, mean person, so I won't do it. I gave you yeah, a challenge. You I are. said you could ruin it for me. You would absolutely be able to ruin it to me if you could give me three I, examples. I don't need of to when do I was that. Mean the, to you the listeners without, know. Without your own wife tells you you're mean to Chapman. So but th- then I tell her why, and she's like, "Oh, he deserves it." 
No, she doesn't. She doesn't say that. I know totally she doesn't, doesn't say that. So I, I, I won't right do now. it. But very cool thing announced today. The CONCACAF Gold Cup Final will take place on August 1st, and it's mm-hmm. going to take place in Las Vegas. And for those who don't know what the Gold Cup is, it is a international soccer tournament among all the North American teams that qualify or attempt to qualify for the World Cup. U.S., Canada, Mexico, El Salvador, Cuba, etc. So the final of this tournament, it's it's a pretty big deal, is going to be played in Las Vegas. So a major soccer tournament final will be played in our city. My assumption is it hasn't been announced, but it's going to be a Legion Stadium. They will roll the grass in. My other guess is Mexico will be one of the two teams playing in that final just because they're leaps and bounds ahead of everyone else in CONCACAF. The U.S. gets their act together. It could be a U.S.-Mexico final. But I believe the U.S. and Canada are actually in the same group. They are. So the last competitive game. Do you game, know what CONCACAF means? Uh, no. It's it's a confederation of North American, Central American football. Well, it spells CONCACAF. Well, I think that's what it is, yeah. Do you know? No, that's what I was asking. Oh, yeah. you, it's your story. <laughs> well, well, it's your story. I, I, I'm asking a question. I, I wasn't expecting you to ask me what CONCACAF means. Well, the whole CONCACAF. But you're a soccer fan. Shouldn't you know? And you were, you were well, like, is Canada in it? Is, is it like, I know geez. Canada's in it. I, I know Canada's in it. I And the U.S. <sighs> and Canada in the same group. So, uh, well. I, the, I don't think phrase, we'll have I, a bet. The phrase was, I believe Canada's in the same group as the Yeah, fi- figure of speech. Figure of speech. <laughs> we got to go. Tomorrow, Arizona, Vegas, start a two-game series at T-Mobile Arena. will be on site to bring you the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas.